Right and seek and destroy Metallica. Discussing the truth is Ian Trottier. Um, an unprecedented time, to say the very least, in uh, in the world, United States, to to understand exactly why I do what I do. Um, uh, you go to uh, Bitly, type in a, the short link Bitly, b i t dot l y slash Zika. Z-I-K-A, all capitals, Miami Beach, capital M and B. That'll give you, that'll tell you exactly why I do what I do. Because, folks, in the large scheme of things, what 300 million Americans, the majority of them, don't realize is that the U.S. federal government is run by a bank, a private bank. And in my view and opinion and research, those ties that that bank has internationally um, swayed U.S. policy one way or the other towards something called a new world order, which is not American, folks. This is European. This is a centralized European monopolistic form of government. It was and is given the facade to many Americans to be an American. American as the Rockefellers donated the land that the United Nations sits on. As, uh, in fact, the Rockefeller engineered the construction, wasn't it David? President J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, he directed the construction of the World T Trade uh, Towers, wasn't that early 1970s? Um, those towers were taken down, 9-11. Um, what's interesting and curious to note is that about that same time, earlier, 1971, Richard Nixon abolished the gold standard, folks. No more gold standard. There hasn't been a gold standard under U.S. currency for, for that amount of time. Uh, that's um, just about 50 years now. And... Um, the U.S. currency is ran basically by the Federal Reserve, which has nothing federal apart from name in it. It's not a government agency. It's a private bank. The Federal Reserve has said they have no gold. The U.S. Treasury says they have no gold. So does America have gold? Dr. Peter Beter, former economic advisor under John F. Kennedy, is quoted as saying that he believes that Nelson Rockefeller, brother of David, engineered the release of the gold from Fort Knox decades ago here and was sold. 
sold basically to the IMF, International Monetary Fund, based in Basel, Switzerland. Now, this program is based in Miami, more or less. I have been a remote now for a number of months. But in Miami each year, around February, January, February, uh, South Beach gets something called Art Basel, named for the Art Cell Festival, Basel, Switzerland. Put pieces together, coincidence or not. Let's look at some of the facts here. Again, the U.S. currency is run by the Federal Reserve. They're not dollar bills, they're Federal Reserve notes. They're instruments of debt. The federal government of the United States is in a $26 trillion debt. Who are they in debt to? So throw out a couple of bibs and bobs for you. This is something that the United States has been fighting really since its inception. And if you look historically, China, for instance, is a, it's a nation that is thousands of years old, really. Um, England is hundreds and hundreds of years old. Uh, the United States is a relatively new country, right? 1776 officially. So, the United States is a new kid on the block, aren't they? To some of these old global powers. Um, the enemy is within, folks. The enemy is within. And I urge you to trace that enemy to the banks. Follow the money. Okay, follow the money. I try not to say, take sides politically. I don't take sides religiously. Uh, morally, yes. But now more than ever in the United States, you've you you've almost got you've got to you've got to stand with conviction, folks. You've got to stand with conviction. Um, let's take let's take the mask mandate debate. Uh, by the way, I'm here every Wednesday at 5 p.m. typically. Um, stopmaskmedia.com, discussionsoftruth.com, iantretier.com, streaming live on those three websites, including freedomreserve.com, uh, streaming 24-7, so you can hear or select a number of my programs that, uh, that I stream uh, 24-7, and, and then I break in typically Wednesdays, 5 o'clock. Um, in 2020 now, I've been going on now, closing in on four years, but in 2020, uh, I've done multiple hours, commonly, uh, sometimes beginning broadcast at uh, 3 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Standard. Um, typically, that 5 o'clock five o'clock slot, you can you can you can find me here. You can listen to my comments. You can listen to uh, what I'm what I'm bringing to the table for the week. Uh, again, once a week, I, I join I join you. Um, and 
I have had a number of guests that I could have slotted for this time. Uh, but I have chosen to take the time uh, for myself. Um, and that's really neither here nor there, but uh, but but it's it's just a decision that that I've I personally uh, personally made. Next week, however, we will be bringing onto the program uh, Peter Tickton, and uh, Peter is a uh, he's based in Florida, University of Miami School uh, Law School. Uh, University of Western Ontario, Canada, um, and he, let's see, he attended the New York Military Academy uh, with Donald Trump, I believe. So he is a, uh, having practiced law in both Canada and the United States, uh, he is uh, he is someone who knew Donald Trump in the earlier years of life, uh, I believe it looks like a high school. Uh, classmate of Donald Trump. So he'll be joining us next week to talk basically about his perception of the Donald Trump administration and what a uh, what a second term for Donald Trump might look like in his view. Uh, and, 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 and folks, I, I'm urging you to take a side here politically, not necessarily to align yourself with one of the parties because there's rampant corruption in both those parties. Uh, but, and I'll, and I'll say this for Donald Trump, Donald Trump, uh, I, I was aware and I went to some of his rallies at Doral, it's the golf course, Doral National, uh, before he had officially declared his candidacy and he was identifying himself as being an independent. Because he wasn't aligning himself with either one of the parties. And later on in his campaign, he aligned himself with the Republican Party. Um, now, whether there are strings pulling him or not, I don't know. In my view, again, like I mentioned, international banking has been a threat to this very young country since the early days. And as much as George Washington, and I have sourced through... Uh, through Harvard, someone, someone, someone who taught at Harvard, that George Washington owned shares of the Bank of England during the American Revolution. And what I conceptually try to give to you is that, like the Federal Reserve not being federal, only federal in name, like, if you will, Federal Express, uh, it's, not, it's not a government agency. It's not a government bank, federally. Republic, for the Republic. Um, it is a private bank with private shareholders that are never audited. Cross-check everything I say. Prove me wrong. The Bank of London, excuse me, the Bank of England housed inside the city of London, which is a corporation. This isn't the metropolitan area of London that houses things like Buckingham Palace, uh, Westminster, uh, th there's other parts of London. The city of London is a small banking neighborhood that William the Conqueror was unable to conquer in 1066. And it remains a sovereign 
parcel of land in the UK. It's not part of the UK. It is not part of England. It is London. It's a Roman banking system that still exists in 2020 and existed before William of Normandy conquered the shores in 1066. So follow the money trails, folks. Follow the money trails. George Washington owned shares of the Bank of England during the American Revolution. Why would he own shares of the Bank of England that's an enemy? Well, the Bank of England wasn't part of England, in a sense. It was part of the City of London, a Roman banking mechanism. Neutral, i.e. Switzerland, neutral, i.e. the Vatican, neutral. Um, those shares were sold after the American Revolution. And the same thing happens in American history with Prescott Bush. He fathered two American presidents, fathered and grandfathered two, uh, two American presidents. He was president of the Union Bank. This is something Dr. Anthony Sutton talks about. He taught at Stanford for seven years. A-N-T-O-N-Y, S-U-T-T-O-N, Anthony Sutton. He talks about this. He's he wrote many books. Prescott Bush, president of the Union Bank, with ties to Brown's brother Harriman, funded Adolf Hitler and his Nazi regime. Yes, an American politician with banking ties and a banking career, Wall Street funded Adolf Hitler during World War II. That sounds to me like something called a Hegelian dialectic. Controlling both sides of a conflict to control the outcome. You manipulate. It's a monopoly. Manipulation. Regardless of side A or side B, you win, don't you? You win. You, you're, 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 putting, you're putting your money on both sides of the conflict. So regardless of who wins, you, you cash in. Um, that was being practiced with Prescott Bush, wasn't it? It, sounds, it sure sounds like it. That was even being practiced with George Washington during the American Re Revolution. That sure sounds like it. Now, talking about Donald Trump, Abraham Lincoln a Republican, okay, and I started this program by saying both the parties are corrupt, folks. You need to align yourself with being an American and, 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 if anything, align yourself with morality and your convictions as a human being, supporting those constitutional values that you've inherited and must work and fight to uphold. Abraham Lincoln, a Republican, was shot, killed in Ford Theater. I'm going to say, in my opinion, because I've been to I've been to that look at been to the balcony in Ford Theater. And I'm going to say that happened because, again, my opinion, he was making efforts and did distribute silver certificates, making. Federal Reserve currency, well not, well, not the Federal Reserve currency, but U.S. currency, backed by precious metal, certificate of silver. This is something even Andrew Jackson, 
20 years prior to Lincoln was fighting. Okay, not that long. 20 years is not that long. And Andrew Jackson running for his second term, he was a Democrat. Again, it doesn't really matter what your party, party affiliation is, folks. If you, have, if you have a facade of a private bank that's manipulating your government on both sides of your politics and brainwashing you through your media outlets and your public education system, it doesn't really matter how the country goes because they're going to they're going to cash in. The banking strings will cash in. Andrew Jackson 1840 was it 44 ran on the re-election. The re-election slogan of kill the banks. Kill the banks. Well, this is a few that Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr had Hamilton lost his life over. Now, Hamilton did include strings of the central banking, European central banking mechanism. And, uh, and Aaron Burr later, the bank that he created, he had later ended up selling that to J.P. Morgan. So it goes, it goes back and forth here along a time of history. You go into the next century, you got John F. Kennedy driving down... Uh, Elm, Elm Street is in Elm Street, or had he crossed Elm Street? What was the name of the street that he was? Dallas, Texas. Dealey Plaza, is it? Got his head blown off by a rogue. What was he? A former Marine, Lee Harvey Oswald. Whew. One of the best snipers this country's ever had. Isn't it? Sound fishy to you? Sounds fishy to many people. Many people do not accept that Alan Dulles-led investigation team that concluded Harswald, a rogue shooter, or a rogue American, took out the president. This was systematically engineered and done because JFK was a threat to that international banking system. He had done the same thing 100 years before Abraham Lincoln had tried to do, which was insert into, into, in, into uh, the currency, the economic currency of the government, bills that were backed by actual precious metal, sil silver, for, uh, silver, for, uh, silver certificates. Just a few years later, Richard Nixon abolishes the gold standard. JFK was no longer alive, no longer a threat to that banking system. 1913 is when the Federal Reserve was officially formed. And it just so happened that they formed a year after J.D. Rockefeller's Standard Oil was absolved. But here's the facade. Standard Oil broke down into something called basically the Rockefeller Foundation. And the Rockefeller Foundation, to prove me wrong, my understanding, the Rockefeller Foundation broke into 37 different companies. So Standard Oil then became Rockefeller Foundation and broke into 37 different company, companies. 
companies that we know today, like Exxon Mobil, Texaco, uh, former New Jer Standard Oil, New Jersey, uh, I think Standard Oil of Indiana, and, uh, and companies like Chevron. The Rockefellers remained the own majority owners of all those companies. So that seeming monopoly only got bigger, only, only grew, it only intensified. It just added more employees and more shareholders. They just let other people take a piece of the pie, but the pie was rebaked to a much larger size. So, therefore, you've got the Port Authority of New York being formed uh, in the 1920s, right? And that was to control import-export, primarily of uh, military means uh, out of New York for um, World War, what would be World War II, post-World War I. Um, but then in the 1970s, early 1970s, that's when you've got David Rockefeller building, using money of the Port Authority, building the World Trade Towers. Now, the reason those were taken down, that's speculation. Uh, whether, it, whether it really was an Al-Qaeda attack or not, that's speculation. Whether Lee Harvey Oswald got his head blown up or blew off JFK's head. It's also speculation, but, but here's a point. If you're listening to me, I hope you do send this along to a friend, a co-worker. Um, that's your right as an American, is to speculate. That's your right as an American to research, to ask the question, to exercise your freedom to speak. Um, so, yeah, here we are in 2020. We've got we got some real opportunities for you to speak out. And uh, again, I opened up the program by mentioning that in order to find the nexus as to why I do what I do, because I've been, now been doing this by invitation, by the way. Someone asked me to do this. Uh... And her name is Kitty, Winwood Radio, Miami. This was done by invitation. Uh, and Freedom Reserve was written by a suggestion. That's a book coming out by Trine Day that I've authored, October. Push back because I believe of distribution with the viruses, uh, scheduling, but scheduling distribution because of the virus. But it was initially supposed to come out in May. Freedom Reserve, No More Lies. It's the name of the book. And it basically gives a, um, an overview, a synopsis of everything that I'd learned. It's, 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 it's a book of education, really, for you to understand uh, conceptually uh, the world you're living in. So Zika, from my view, the Zika... It becomes a threat in 2016. And I find banking ties to not only the Zika virus, as 
the science team that funded the Zika studies that were extracted from a monkey in 1947, I think it is, was, in the Uganda forest, Africa, uh, funded by the Rockefeller Foundation. You also got the Rockefeller Foundation owning uh, basically Chevron Chemical Corporation that developed the pesticide, the toxic, toxic pesticide, controversial pesticide. They're sprayed over the the, the, the people of, of Miami to combat the Zika virus. Yet there were there were, from what I'm told, no cases of Zika ever found in Miami. Yet the population in Miami Beach, that includes myself and 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 Winwood Radio, were sprayed with this neurotoxin because of this quote threat the Zika virus. Well, well, here in 2020 now we're. And by the way, I, my first show for this year, January 2nd of this year. January 2nd of this year, which I'd actually done up in, well, I, I didn't, I did it, I was, I was, in, I was in a different country at the time. Uh, Jordan Maxwell joined me. He was my very first guest. He was, that was my very first show that I did in 2020. Jordan Maxwell. Jordan Maxwell, a researcher, been researching what Trump refers to as a deep state. Well, he began researching it um, back in uh, the 1960s. Um, and he's consulted for many of the Hollywood uh, elite. He understands what the deep state is. He understands the risks that its players pose to your freedoms, your liberties, your justices. Uh, anyway, so January 2nd, Jordan Maxwell was, that was it. That's how we started the show here. That's how we started the year off on, on Discussions of Truth. And since that time, well, now we're, we're dealt with some real interesting playing cards on the table, aren't we, folks? We might as well be in Las Vegas. Lo and behold, we've got a global pandemic. So no longer, no longer we're in 2016 with Zika in Miami. Now we've got, in 2020, now we've got the called COVID-19. What's this? Oh, it's a coronavirus. It's a novel coronavirus. Well, Dr. Simone Gold, who lost her job and was censored for speaking out about hydroxychloroquine being a completely adequate option to combat the symptoms of COVID-19. Speaking on the steps of the Supreme Court, I believe, in D.C., it so happens that Simone has not only a medical doctorate from the University of Chicago, but she also has a Juris Doctorate, a Doctorate of Legal Studies of Law, Jurisprudence, from Stanford. So a highly educated woman saying hydroxychloroquine is completely safe and effective to combat COVID-19. And COVID-19 is a coronavirus. Well, what happened? What about Zika? What's Zika, folks? What is Zika? Zika happens to be a coronavirus. Well, oh, bling, 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 headline news. Breaking, 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 breaking. And at the time of the Zika virus... I wrote 
Okay, I, I, I was sure. Yes, I felt like it was a threat. Media was pushing it all over the place. Newspaper, newspaper, social media, uh, television, radio. Zika was a threat to public health. Okay, so I was stung by a mosquito and I thought, oh, I'm going to get a Zika virus. And a friend of mine says, no, hold on again. You come to this town hall meeting. Rest in peace, David. He's no longer with us as of last October before this COVID-19 thing hit. David says, come to this town hall meeting in Miami Beach. So I did. And that's what you'll get. You'll you, you get, get, get information. You'll get that narrative of what transpired at bit.ly.zika Miami Beach. And you'll get much more with Freedom Reserve, No More Lies. When it comes out in October, you can order it now at Barnes & Noble. Folks, I'm not paid to do this. No payment involved. I'm doing this because I believe in humanity. I believe in the power of human beings. I believe in justice, freedom, liberty. I believe in you. And of course, you can you can help me pay my bills by ordering the book. But doing that's only going to empower and educate and empower you and make you stronger. You can donate to the program. Got those links available at iantrotier.com. That's I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R.com. So Zika's a coronavirus. And the bird flu, H1N1. It also happens to be a coronavirus. So what was going on in the Uganda forest in 1947? And let's see, the narrative is that COVID-19 was a bat. Was it, it came from bats, the Wuhan fish market from a bat. Yet there were military games a few months prior to the outbreak of the coronavirus, the COVID-19 coronavirus. And then there was also a symposium of sorts run by Bill Gates in New York. Event 201, wasn't it? How to deal with a global pandemic. Oh, wait, but Ian, you know, what was it, 1914? I don't know what the year was. The, the Spanish flu outbreak. What about polio? Hey, you know, if you feel threatened by a coronavirus with flu-like symptoms, wear your mask. Wear a hazmat suit. Lock yourself in your apartment all day. Take a shower, run the water all day, wash, wash yourself, go through five bars of soap if you need to every day. And do what you want to do to try to protect yourself. Don't infringe on anyone else's right, civil right. To not wear a mask. Allow that person the freedom to defend themselves the way they choose. In the meantime, make some use of your time and pressure the pharmaceutical industry to work on a cure. 
There is no cure for the common cold, folks. There is no cure for the flu vaccine or for the flu virus strains, viral strains of any flu. Cures don't make profit continuously. Cures don't make money. So, enter 2020, and now you've got this great reset. Is that That's really what's happening. Last week we had Ian Smith on the program. Uh, Ian Smith is the gentleman uh, in New Jersey. That's him right there. Uh, of Attilus Jim. And he's been fighting... For his rights to run his business during what the World Health Organization, during what Bill Gates, who engineers computer software, is calling a pandemic and a threat to his health. Wow. You know, I frankly, I'm surprised that more people, and by the way, Dan Bongino joined Ian last Friday. Ian joined joined me Wednesday. And Dan, Ian, Ian announced the day later that Dan had agreed to join him, and Dan flew up from Florida to be with him in New Jersey and meet with him. Dan's got two million Twitter followers. He's a, he's a great political activist for his people. By the way, you can find until uh, you can follow Attila's Jim and Ian uh, uh, I, 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 definitely on Instagram. Let me let me break let me break into um, Tina. And let me run let me run those. Uh, this is a precaution for you, but there's going to be uh, some some there's, gonna, there's some slight use of what's probably going to be offensive language for you. Um, let me see. I can find this. Uh, this actual um, handle for 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 Tina. Tina forty. Real Tina forty. That's 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 right there on Twitter. Um, and I yeah, I just I think her videos are are, are great. And I and I'm gonna do gonna do my best to tell you why it's ludicrous to defund your police departments folks but let's let's just hear what tina has to say i think she's uh she's either in the bronx or brooklyn I, i'm not sure which one but tina's in new york let's hear what she's got to say here what we're witnessing is the complete pussification of america okay started with obama biden administration everybody's using the same fucking bathroom Everybody gets a participation trophy, and everybody's fucking offended. You don't like it here. Take your fucking mask. Get the fuck out. Go to China. Trump 2020, motherfucker. Fuck out of here. Okay, well, she's got a, she's got a strong mouth on her. Um, a, lot of us, a lot of us do, don't we, at times? Uh, I think it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a symbol of her passion. Uh, and I did warn you. I did warn you of the foul language 
So I hope you took heed to that. Uh, and it's and it's no it's no wonder uh, what side of the political aisle she's sitting on. Now I think the best side again is to be bipartisan and just be an American. But that's becoming increasingly difficult because of the agendas of, of various agendas of, of, the, of, of, of the parties. And, and yes, the Republican Party in 1862 with Abe Lincoln was a totally different party then than it was today. Well, yes, the Democratic Party was a completely different party in 1844 with Andrew Jackson, wasn't it? Right, And the Republican Party didn't even exist then. So... You know, your alliance to your party, in my view, only goes so far. At the end of the day, you got to agree to disagree on being an American and, 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 and fight for your rights. Fight for that Constitution. Understand some of the principal threats to this young country. Um... And you, we've had great standards, great men like Martin Luther King, Rose, women like Rosa Parks. We've had great Americans that have struggled and fought diversity to bring a furtherance of the definition of equality, haven't we? But when an agenda becomes violent... That's when you've got to stand up, folks. Okay. So I have been remote, but I'm and I'm not going to reveal the location. But I attended uh, a rally that supports the continuance of the Trump administration. Now, for me. Funding a police department is a, an important thing. Okay, it's a, it's a very it's a very important thing. I believe in security. Um, I believe in order. Now, okay, so in contrast to that, you've got artificial intelligence growing like rapid fire, doesn't it? Like a spreading fire. Um, AI is being introduced in so many ways of our life. I mentioned the Great Reset. If you get past the supposed throat, a threat of the COVID-19, what's really happening is the U.S. economy has been thrown into a jigs uh, jigsaw, or more of a hacksaw, um, Okay, it's been thrown into a lumber mill. It's being shredded. And there you can trace your roots back to something called the New World Order or written in Latin on the back of your Federal Reserve note, Novus Ordo Seclorum. These are international strings, folks, that manipulate your Federal Reserve. It's not federal. It's a private bank. It benefits the few, i.e. people with ties to monopolies like the Rockefeller Foundation, or how about how about this? How about how about Bill Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Microsoft? 
did the Bill and Melinda, Melinda Gates Foundation come into existence because Microsoft was a monopoly? Hmm. Hmm. Are they standing behind the facade of the Federal Reserve? Are they are there strings being pulled by these international bankers that run through things like the Bank of England, the City of London? All questions, all valid questions that you need to be asking yourself. And they wouldn't be the first time Americans have done that because Adrian Jackson had that same question. Hey, George Washington even had that same question. He had the same answer. Abraham Lincoln had the same question. JFK had the same question. In this young existence of this country, you would not be the first American to be asking that question, folks. Um, let me get to another clip here. I'm going to talk about... Uh, this Trump rally, uh, and I'm going to talk about uh, police uh, defunding the police department. Uh, yeah, let's see. Okay, hey, yeah, that's another issue. The the censorship on mainstream media is uh, has become uh, disgusting, hasn't it? I, I mean, it, this is this is disgusting. So, a case in point here, and try to bring up. Try to bring up a couple of these things here, but case in point, let's see if I can get to it. Um, uh, real quick here. Right. Uh, Millie Weaver. Okay. Uh, she released last, was it last week, a YouTube video. Now, I don't know who funds her. I don't know, I don't know where she was getting her funding, but Shadowgate. Uh, she was arrested by the Portage County Sheriff, Ohio, where she was living. I think she was born in California. Uh, she had, I think, ties to Alex Jones and Infowars. But Millie Weaver, I don't know what the status of her arrest is now, but she was arrested for, quote, or the nature of her alleged offenses appears to be, quote, process crimes e.g. obstruction of justice, tampering with evidence. Within 24 hours, Shadowgate was taken down from YouTube. Military, industrial, complex. Why did Eisenhower alarm his government and his people about the military-industrial complex? Why? What is the military-industrial complex? Right. Um, so let's get to um, James Jones, because this is what Millie was talking about in that video that got taken down. Um, well, James Jones has a degree from Georgetown. I got it in 1966. That's also where Carol Quigley, I don't know if Jones took classes from Carol Quigley, but I do know that Bill Clinton, who graduated in 68, took classes from Carol Quigley at Georgetown, and Bill Clinton graduated from Georgetown in 68. Okay, so, so what this Millie Weaver, of course I don't know who this person is, I just know of her, um, this Millie Weaver was saying that George Jones... Um, who's a Democrat and basically under the Obama administration was orchestrating the um, 
the development of AI in police departments. So you're basically, and if you go to Interpol, I-N-T-E-R-P-O-L dot I-N-T, if you basically go Interpol and type in uh, towards responsible AI innovation, report on artificial intelligence for law enforcement. Interpol, Interpol is an international policing agency, as far as I understand, it's based in Lyon, France. Now, this is what's interesting to me because, because look, my last name is Trottier, and my family comes, historically. Uh, we arrived in uh, Quebec, uh, my roots do, uh, in the 1640s, Canada, from a region just outside of Lyon. And just whatever it is, what it is. But the Interpol is based out of Lyon, and this, this article here, this article here, and I'll read a, read a quote. We have strived to shape this form, giving it meaning and purpose and positioning it to grow into a global platform for cooperation and collaboration amongst law enforcement on artificial intelligence. So here is the argument that this Millie Weaver was making. That uh, I believe he's a general, James Jones, was heading up, heading up uh, a movement to install AI into American police departments. Okay, that means inserting robots, inserting drones, and you would think with the development of technology, that's just going to happen over time, right? It's just, it's just it's simply going to happen over time. Georgia Guidestones. Depopulation, the Terminator movie. Well, this is the future. We're in it right now. How, how much more of it you and I will be living or hearing or speaking or experiencing, that remains to be seen. But we're in it. We, we've arrived to the future. We, we're, we're in it. So, uh, you know, America as we knew it yesterday is changing. America as we know it at the moment is not what it's going to be tomorrow. Um, I also want to direct you to, uh, you know, get this very quickly. Um, ro ro robotics. Robotics in. That's not it there. Robotics in the. For, for, for designed for police service are incredibly um, Boston uh, that's I guess it's going to, I, I thought I could find uh, the source for you in a timely manner but I don't want to uh, take up too much time um, I want to give you I want to give you the source. Uh, this might be it here. And, uh, yeah, no, that's not it either. Uh, simply, yeah, yeah. Robotics in the, uh, yeah, if you simply type out, if you type in robots, you go to your, your Google search. Um, 
right, I'll do it for you. Got about 10 minutes left here. I want to get to that uh, uh, that that protest. Boston Dynamics, yeah, Boston Dynamics. I mean, these these are incredibly sophisticated robots. So this Millie Weaver basically alleging that James Jones uh, is 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 behind. Okay, this is what she says. What she says is behind the defunding of the police department movements right now. Uh, okay, I think that's a little far stretched. He's a military man, regardless of his political side. Uh, somebody that's dedicated a career to military and law enforcement uh, uh, it probably isn't likely going to be behind uh, defunding the military, right? So, yeah, perhaps that's why her video was censored. But then again, you've got to say, you got to ask, okay, the video was censored, just like Dr. Simone Gold's video was censored, it was taken down, both videos taken down. Why? Isn't that a violation of freedom of press? Well, I would certainly think it is. Freedom of press, I mean, I'm not, not, not reciting exactly what the law says, but I can. Yeah, I certainly can. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, this is his First Amendment, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Is that one of the most uh, poetic phrases ever written? Is it? I'll repeat it. Congress shall, this is a First Amendment, folks. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. Abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. Abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. So if you're, if you're, if you're posting something to a social media outlet, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, aren't you pressing it? Isn't that a press? It's a publication? And the freedom thereof, of that. But the truth always comes forward, doesn't it? Most, most times it typically does. So let, let the viewer siphon and cipher through what they feel is inaccurate information. Now, here's what we do know. The defunding of the police is tied to Antifa and tied to the BLM movement. And this is why I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that I'm suggesting the BLM movement be uh, categorized as terrorists. In a location that I'm currently at, I've witnessed this firsthand. I've witnessed this firsthand. And this is why, okay, I try not to take sides politically, but I will take sides and tell you 
but I don't agree with the defunding of the police department. Look, if you want to replace actual officers with robots, that's something completely and totally different. But, defunding a police department causes anarchy, causes civil unrest, causes insecure neighborhoods. And that's what you've got in Portland and Seattle right now. Disgusting. In Chicago and New York. You people in those areas should be completely outraged. A group formed yesterday to support the Trump administration. A counter-group opposed that. The group that I witnessed that was supporting the Trump administration was great in number. The quantity of individuals was high and outnumbered the Antifa and BLM supporters by 90%. Okay. Um, meaning there were like nine of the Trump supporters to the BLM supporters. Now, I'm kind of clumping things together, right? Because I know that there's BLM Antifa, well, likely BLM supporters of both political parties. That's one thing. I personally think the BLM, which has ties to George Soros, and he not being American by birth, I highly, is he, he's a Hungarian, I highly question his motives. And like I've said to you, the banking strings behind the Federal Reserve are international, and they seek their own best interests, not that of the United States. Can you therefore then say George, someone like George Soros doesn't care if the United States crumbles? What does he care if Portland gets destroyed? What does he care if Chicago or Seattle get destroyed? He should care if New York gets destroyed because I believe he has offices there. But if they do, I'm sure he has offices elsewhere internationally, so he probably doesn't care. This BLM group, folks, that I witnessed yesterday firsthand, along with the Antifa, they're interchangeably. Their signs were saying the same things. They declared to be paid by the George Soros group. One of them said they were from Cuba. Go to Servando Gonzalez. He joined me six months ago. He's a Cuban-born historian, and he said exactly on this program, he said, the Federal Castro regime was set up and built by the CIA. Is the CIA American? Are the strings of the CIA pulled by an international group that does not care about America? Is that why JFK wanted to splinter it into a thousand pieces, end quote? 
These are all things you need to be asking as Americans. They ask questions. Nothing wrong with that until that freedom is taken. Then you got another problem on your hands. But Servando on this program said that was a testing ground to what is aimed to be implemented in the United States. Socialism, communism, coming your way, USA. Coming here much faster with the Biden-Harris White House. Okay? That happens, you take it, you deal with it. If it doesn't happen, you take it, you deal with it. Meaning if Trump is re-elected. Either way, you got to honor it. You take it, you deal with it. But it just so happens that these <laughs> these cities that are defunding their police departments, Minneapolis, these are run by Democratic-led cities. So if you need to get off the fence and take a stand, and you do not want your local police department defunded, folks, you, you may want to join the Trump campaign there. Just a suggestion. Just throwing that out at you. And again, I'm not saying that he's... His strings are not being pulled above him. But so far, uh, he's not wearing a mask. I urge you not to wear a mask. Because I urge you to look at this Great Reset. Type in Great Reset, Austin, Catherine Austin Fitz. She'll tell you exactly what's going on from an economic world economic level. Uh, the crash of the dollar and the implementation of a digital currency. The dollar has no gold backing. It has no value to the U U.S. dollar. It's not a dollar. It's a note. It's a Federal Reserve note. There's, it's worthless, basically worthless. The federal government's in $26 trillion debt. Then you move that to a digital currency with vaccinations and that are being rushed to market. Should should be taking five years. It being rushed to market in five months. What's in that currency? Why, why does Bill Gates care that you get vaccinated? Well, because he's going to profit from them. Make no, make no mistake about it. He will profit from those vaccinations. And he owns, he has ties to Microsoft that own a patent to run a cryptocurrency that is a digital currency off of human beings with microchips. That is a fact. It's a fact. W zero two zero two zero. Excuse me. W o two zero two zero zero six zero six zero six. That's the patent right there. You can look it up. Look it up on your on your on your Google search. Search. Bring it right up. Google is an artificial intelligence. Oh, what? Yeah, Google's AI. Google's the new robotic brain. Type in DARPA, six G, MIT, Qualcomm, and there you're going to get up a study that's now almost five years old that aims to micro implant microchips in your brain. You don't even realize it. That'll connect to the 6G web, internet. These are all facts, folks. These are all facts. You're living in the future. Welcome to it. Zet. Zet. And make no mistake, the BLM movement is closely tied to Antifa and they are meant to cause disruption and chaos and anarchy in your city. Make no mistake about that. BLM is no Martin Luther King movement, I'll tell you that much. My experience, they are not peaceful. 
They are not peaceful. I've seen it firsthand. They're spiteful. They're physically aggressive, provocative, inciting violence is what they want. Folks, this is happening, and I made the comment about the Georgia Guidestones. If you're not familiar with what those are, take a look at those. Eisenhower talked about, he alarmed against the military-industrial complex. Again, stand up for your morality. Have conviction. Make a difference. Go to your city council. Make change happen. At least do your best to speak your opinion because you have one. Voice it. Mandatory vaccines, excuse me, mandatory masks, bring mandatory vaccines, brings a further indebtment of the United States, further destruction of the Constitution. If a socialistic life is what you want to live, you, you truly believe that that's going to bring you equality and happiness, I urge you to look into that and question that. Reconsider is what I urge you to do. All right, folks, it's been a discussion of truth. Uh, Tom Hartman joining the program next month. And uh, next week, uh, like I mentioned, uh, from the Ticton Law Group, Deerfield Beach, uh, Peter Ticton Esquire will be joining us. That's next week on Discussions of Truth. Folks, until then... Uh, you know, I had something else I was thinking about playing for you. Let me see here. Maybe, I'll, maybe before I close out, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll play it for you. Let's see what we got. Let me just double check. Uh, I'd have to vet that a little bit more. Yeah, I'll have to vet that uh, a little bit more. So, um, run with, run with Millie Weaver. And as always, at iantrache.com, you can find all the books free, available, download free, Anthony Sutton. You're, again, follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Catherine Austin Fitz, The Great Reset, Millie Weaver. And go to my website for a number of literature that's available for free. Ian Trache, just click on the articles tab. And that's Dr. Anthony Sutton. Folks, until next week, be awesome.